Hello, everyone, and welcome to A Light On, our video series that brings to light the latest and greatest human capital and business topics. Today, we are joined by Warren Butler, Europe's practice leader for Workday Financials at A Light, and Matt Lawrence, the commercial lead for Europe at A Light. Our panelists today are going to discuss how cloud technology can support business continuity within your workforce as operations continue outside of the physical workspace. Warren and Matt, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Tom. It's good to be here. Of course. Before we get started, I want to remind our viewers that I'd like to let you know that if you have a question during today's episode for either Warren and Matt, please put it in the queue box on the right-hand side of the console, and we'll make sure to follow up with you after today's episode. Now, diving right into things, with the recent need to move workforces from in-office to virtual due to the recent pandemic, many organizations are now reassessing leaving their employees remote to some degree. So Matt, I'm going to have you kick things off. What trends have we seen from our clients in regard to their plans to returning to their workspaces? Yeah, absolutely. So we've seen a, a, a number of different responses across our customers, and we talk to them, as you can imagine, day in, day out about what's happening when they're going back to the workforce. Um, what we're actually seeing is we're seeing different responses based on where they are in the world. So different countries, you know, as they enter the pandemic early, they're coming out earlier than some other ones. They're starting to go back to the office already. Um, but back in April, we actually conducted a return to work survey. It was an interesting results. So it showed six out of 10 employers had at least 75% of their workforce working from home. So, you know, a significant number of the, uh, the global workforce that we surveyed were, were in this new model already working from home. Um, and of those, 43% plan to have their working from home employees return to workspaces once lockdown lifted. And of the respondents, three quarters of them said they plan to make permanent changes to the way their employees worked. So 75% in Europe and 82% in the US said they plan to implement more work from home options for at least some employees. So we think this is going to be quite a, a, an ongoing thing, actually, that organizations fundamentally have changed the way that they are planning to work. Um, and we've seen some very high profile organizations recently in the media, such as Twitter, um, they actually said they're going to they're going to work from home forever. If their employees want to stay working from home, they prove the technology works. They're going to carry on and, and allow them to do that. And I think um, employers therefore need to ensure they have the technological infrastructure to support this shift. And again, we're talking to our customers about how we can help with that and, and how what they need to do to to enable that. Matt, I'm glad you brought up technology. So Warren, I guess as a follow-up question to you, has the pandemic had any effect on the way that organizations view their technology solutions? Yeah, so COVID has accelerated the death of on-premise solutions. You know, easy, secure, off-site access is key for organizations now. And the organizational need to be able to view data globally is now crucial for businesses to be able to react quickly to new information and to keep their employees and their business priorities protected. Um, cloud platforms increase planning abilities of organizations because they're a single source of truth that enables the provisioning of real-time reports, enabling quick database decisions in times of disruption and rapid change such as these. Definitely. So before we move on, Matt, we did receive an audience question prior to today's episode uh, that I'd like to jump into. So the question reads, as our organization continues to progress toward our new normal, we are looking to leverage our workforce data for more efficient labor forecasting. Is this something that the cloud can assist us with? Absolutely, it can. And, you know, building on from what Warren just talked about, um, we're seeing very, very powerful analytics capabilities across um, 
cloud solutions out there in the marketplace. And they really allow organizational leadership to get their understanding of business objectives, where they're using real-time data, coupled with historical data, looking at trends, for example. And what they're doing is they're accurately predicting staffing needs going forward. You know? um, and they can look across the whole platform of what they're doing with their employees, utilization, staffing needs, what sort of talent they're gonna need as they come out of the pandemic, going into next year and, and beyond that. And they're really using this to then model that data, look at the planning, look at whether they have the resource, the correct resource in the correct places. And if not, what do they need to do to, to change that? So yeah, absolutely. We're seeing a significant amount of that going on. Awesome. Thank you for that. And so before we move on to our next topic, I do want to ask one more finance-oriented question about trends that we're currently seeing today. The question reads, with the ability to be financially agile during this time of disruption, are there any key game changers in the finance function that global organizations have adopted uh, cloud technology are seeing? Well, yes. Yeah, so a cloud-based system, you know, by definition, is a single global tenant that offers organizations a seamless collaboration across their global landscape. So for a finance function, this is compelling as it eliminates all of those offline file transfers and manual transition of data from a collection of standalone tools or different instances country to country of those same tools. So with all the data in a single tenant in real time, models and reports can be built and viewed in collaboration with instant insights and decision making. This can compress timelines for strategic and operational planning by eliminating the classic create, send to center, review, send back to originator, repeat the cycle, repeat the cycle sort of <laughs> processes. Awesome. Thank you for that, Warren. So we've talked a lot about the trends around moving to a remote workforce and what they're going to look like. But, you know, I think a very important topic today that a lot of people are interested in is what we are talking about around data security. And so I'd like to move on to that as our next topic. Warren, I'm going to have you kick things off this time. How are organizations handling data security as their workforces interact with HR and finance data off premise? Yeah, so cloud platforms enable a number of criteria. So firstly, defining who can access systems offsite via your authentication policy. Then there's defining how users can access systems, for example, by role, by your authorization policy. And then defining what users can do after accessing data by your access control policy. So after all of that, you then have verifying users are doing exactly what they're expected to do throughout the process by the cloud always on, sorry, by the cloud audit always on functionality. So some cloud platforms allow you to set and adjust perimeters defining where employees can sign into your platform, but it is important to work with your team to define and communicate your security policies and then use your cloud platform to enact these policies. Awesome. Thank you for that, Warren. And um, before we continue on, Matt, we did receive an audience question that I'd like to uh, hand over to you. The question reads, we're looking to expand our virtual working capabilities, but we are not sure what is best practice around protecting our data. Where can we go to find more information around that? Okay. Yeah. Interesting question. I mean, I think my first comment on this would be that it, it it's almost irrelevant whether you've got a virtual workforce or they're in the office, um, you know, more of a traditional sense. Data security and protection really should be at the forefront of organizations thinking today. Um, there have been some very, very high profile companies recently that have been hacked. Um, it made national news globally. It, it, it's not something that people can take for granted anymore. 
Um, there are significant fines, for example, for organizations that are not protecting data and, and then get hacked and that data gets um, leaked out. So I think one thing that we, we really want to, to think about is, or organizations we think about is, how are you doing this internally? Most organizations have a data security uh, officer. Um, some of them, it, it's part of the CIO role as well. So first of all, just look internally, talk to your colleagues, maybe talk to your legal department where the data protection um, uh, knowledge resides internally and talk to them. I think specifically though, the question was around homeworking and remote working. So one thing that we do in, in Align, we've got a very big homeworking operation normally, and, and obviously all of us are now homeworking uh, throughout the pandemic. So things like making sure you have a, a VPN, a virtual private network to connect to the office, so that you know, you know that actual data is secure and it's not um, being attacked on the internet. Also some simple things like all devices, make sure that they're encrypted. So if a device is stolen or when we're going back to work, maybe it's kind of left on a train, for example, there's no way anyone can get any access to data on those devices. Um, and I think, you know, back to my earlier point, data security really should be fundamental now. It should be part of onboarding. People should be talking to employees about it. Internal data is one thing, and that's incredibly important. But customer data as well, you know, should be just, just treated like gold dust around an organization, really making sure that it is uh, fundamentally secured, locked down, and everyone knows exactly what they're doing. One thing we do in Alight quite regularly is phishing tests. You know, our internal team do that and, and send out phishing notifications. And it just makes us all realize that actually these things happen. And, and when they do happen for real, we're all on top of them. We understand exactly what's going on. So those are kind of things that, that I'd recommend people do. Check internally, come and talk to us at Alight because we live and breathe security day in, day out. Definitely. Um, you know, so moving on to our next and final topic, we've talked a lot about how to support organizations that are continue keeping their workforces remote in some capacity as lockdowns ease. But I think there's another component that we should discuss, and I'd like to address right now, those organizations that, you know, either by policy or frankly out of necessity are going to have their employees return to the workplace. So Matt, going back to you, you know, I could see how an organization focused on transitioning their workers back to the workplace safely may not have deploying a new cloud platform as a top of mind concern right now. Are there any reasons that you can think of as to why this decision should stay top of mind though? Yeah, absolutely. And I think first of all, I totally understand, you know, organizations have gone through just, just a tremendous disruption through the pandemic. Um, not only the whole working from home, having to figure that out with their employees, you know, entire supply chains have been decimated for some organizations. Financially, um, there have been a significant uh, disruption and, and concerns there. So, yeah, I, I get it. You know, cloud technology may be kind of down the list of organizations. But I think for us, you know, cloud was really just, uh, it's really its own business case throughout the pandemic. You know, if you talk to organizations who have embraced cloud, who have remote workforce, they're able to do things from anywhere. You know, they don't have to rely on, on a team of people looking after a server in a basement, for example. So I think for us, you know, it really is about looking at if a pandemic happen, hits again or there's something else like this that, that, that happens out there. You know, organizations that don't have cloud technology really are struggling to understand what their workforce looks like, where they are. Um, when they're coming back to the organization, you know, what, which offices do they need to look at, different uh, working from home options, et cetera, et cetera. So for me, I think cloud technology really has just, just proven itself and, and organizations have to bring it further up that, that to-do list going forward. 
Warren, as a follow-up question to that, for organizations that do plan to return their employees to the workplace, do you have any suggestions as to what they should consider that they can make that transition smoother? Yeah, so with cloud technology, you know, data is accessible by anyone globally who's given permission to access it. So it offers an easy task handover on an anyone, anywhere as necessary basis. So you should ensure that you have an established user um, group who are super users who can assist the continuity of skills. Um, also, organizations can collaborate via the cloud for global revenue reporting and forecasting. So real-time, single set of data with geographic or line of business insight, you know, that's a prerequisite for today's finance function for enabling strategic decisions. And then there's automation. They're automating manually intensive activities, particularly accounts receivable, accounts payable, employees' expenses, you know, it not only saves money, but mitigates risk when employees are unable to make it into the office. And then finally, there's workforce analytics. Examples would be tracking employee profitability in the sales function, value add to non-value add contribution in support functions, uh, attrition rates, absence trends, and, and there's many more examples. Wherever there's data in the tenants, there's analytics available to the business. Awesome. And, and so I guess, you know, as a follow-up, I guess, to that follow-up, you know, Matt, do you think you could potentially provide any client examples of how this leveraging cloud technology can assist in the transition back to work? Yeah, absolutely, Dom. And, and I hinted at this in my very first answer, I think, uh, around the planning technology. So we're working with a client mm -hmm. at the moment and they're using their data. They know where their employees are. They know where their offices are. Um, and what they decide is they actually only want a third of their workforce back at any time. So they're actually running some modeling at the moment just to work out, you know, which offices do they need to open on which days and which employees are going to come back. So it's quite a complex kind of 3D uh, model, if you like. But again, with the cloud, cloud technology, all the data is there at their fingertips. They're able just to drill down the data and look at what that, that might look like, run some different scenarios. What happens if they open this office on a Monday, Tuesday and leave that one closed, for example, and just look at how that's going to impact their employees based on you know, real-time mapping data, which they're able to bring in from the internet. They couldn't do that with an old-fashioned system. So having cloud technology, having the, um, the analytics capabilities on the top has really just shown them that they can do this now. They're moving into that stage. They're opening up a third of their offices. Their aim is to have more of this, but at the moment, they're comfortable with a third. They think that makes sense, and, and you know, employees will actually want to go back to work with that. They'll then run some more modeling and look at what maybe half full offices looks like and what that might do to, to the models as well. So really fascinating stuff that we can, we can talk about. Absolutely fascinating stuff. And unfortunately, gentlemen, we are out of time. And so I do want to thank you both for taking the time and sharing all this insight with us. I know our viewers, viewers are certainly going to enjoy it. Um, I also want to remind our viewers that if you want to learn more about today's topic or matter, Warren, there are going to be additional resources on the right hand side of your console that I highly encourage you to check out. I also want to let you know to stay tuned for the next episode of A Light On in September, where we will discuss the advantage of analytics in the cloud. We'll always be here to shed a light on the latest human capital and business topics. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you next month. Thank you. Thanks.